吩咐这一切的话因为我耶和华你的神又又要做你一切的功所以耶和华赐福以安息日众百姓见雷轰、闪电、脚声、山上冒烟、救督发颤在主里的家人，平安。好高兴看到大家。啊，让我们一起祷告。再次，Heavenly Father， 阿爸天父，我们感谢你，赐给你的话语。Thank you, Lord, for giving us your word. 求你把你的话语放在我们的心里 Take your word and place it in our hearts 让我们今天听到你的声音 Help us hear your voice today Your word preached 放耶稣基督的名 Jesus' name Amen This morning I'd like to start with a joke 今天早上我想先以笑话来开始 do you all know how a knock-knock joke goes? Good. Well, knock-knock. Uh, 
was there. Martin Luther. Martin Luther, but I'm not looking for candy. What? (laughs) Yesterday, uh, children in our neighborhood came to our front door looking for candy. You know, Halloween is coming up. That's when all the children come around to homes looking for candy. Our neighborhood did this early this year. More importantly, today is what we call Reformation Sunday. It's a day when we remember people like Martin Luther. Martin Luther and the Reformers wanted to rescue the church. Martin Luther was a monk. He saw in the church in his day certain errors that needed to be addressed. Martin Luther is credited with starting the Protestant Reformation. He made a list of 95 things that were wrong with the church. And he famously attached his list to the door of the local chapel. Today we remember Martin Luther and others who risked their lives. Some who gave their lives. So that you and I could have this today. For the church to become corrupted. The church had come to rely on human wisdom and human traditions rather than scripture. And the reformers wanted to bring the church back to the Bible. Some gave their lives for this book. What made the Bible so precious to them? But out of the Reformation came a document called the Westminster Shorter Catechism. This is a Bible-based training tool. It was intended for children. And the, the catechism says, the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. 
这个要理里面说的是人的主要目的就是为了荣耀神，然后永远以神为乐。What does this mean？这到底是什么意思呢？It means life is about knowing God and doing what God wants us to do。意思就是你的生命其实就是要认识神，并且知道神想要你做什么。That's the meaning of life。这就是你生命的意义。But how are we to know what God wants us to do and know who God is？ 我们要如何知道神要我们做什么，还有我们如何认识这位神？ Well, in today's scripture reading, we find the Ten Commandments. 所以在今天我们读经上，我们知道了十诫。This is also called the law. 这同时也叫做律法。It's what God commands His covenant people to do. 这也是神用来与他立约的人要他们所遵守的。And God's law is actually another way to say God's word. Through God's word, we come to know who God is. God's word tells us what God wants us to do. How he wants us to live. And so like the Protestant reformers. We too are to treasure and obey God's word. Because it is a gift of God's grace. And we see this in the circumstances of the law. The content of the law. And the conclusion of the law. Let's first talk about the circumstances of the law. In the world today, there are many different ideas about God. People disagree about the nature of God. Some people disagree whether God even exists. And heaven forbid that anyone should advocate one idea about God over another. Advocate, uh, argue for. But here in Exodus 20, God himself shows up. He speaks to his people. His speech and his law reveal who God is. Look with me at Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 and 2. I encourage you to bring your Bibles with you and keep them open the message. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Now this tells us both who God is and to whom God is speaking. This title, the Lord, is God's covenant name. The Lord is the name God gave His covenant people to use. 
而耶和华也是他给他与他立约的百姓用的名字 and it was in covenant that the Lord delivered his people from slavery. 也是因为这个在立约的过程中，他把他的子民从为奴之地领出来。They were in distress. 他们是在很大的苦难当中。They'd have been in Egypt for many, many years. 他们在埃及地非常非常多年。And the Lord brought them out. 所以上帝耶和华把他们领出来。Afterward, the people traveled through the wilderness. 之后呢，这些人在旷野之当中行走。And about three months later, they arrived at the base of Mount Sinai. 到六个月之后呢，他们来到西乃山脚下。And that's where we find the people in today's scripture reading. 这也是我们今天的背景。Then the Lord tells them from the top of the mountain how He wants them to live. 所以上帝在西乃山上告诉他的子民，他们要他们如何的生活。now the order here is critical. First, God saves his covenant people from slavery. Then he gives them the law. Do you see that first he shows the people that he loves and cares for them? Then he tells them how to live. The reformers thought this order was really, really important. And the order remains the same for us today. But we get it all wrong. How often do we think wrongly about this? We think we must get our act together first. Then when we are good enough, God will love and accept us. We think God will only deliver us when we have delivered ourselves. Uh, and you don't have to be a Christian to think this way. You might not even know from what it is you need to be delivered. But there's something, isn't there? Maybe you rely on your performance as something in order to feel okay with yourself. Maybe it's that you are a good moral person. Maybe it's that you're a successful businessman or student. Maybe it's that you're a filial son or daughter. There are many things that we can rely on to be okay. But all of these put law before grace. Exodus 20 shows us the order is not this way. First, God delivers us from our slavery. And our slavery is slavery to sin. 
There's our slavery to living for ourselves. Having delivered us, God commands us how we are to live. God tells us how to respond to His grace. And when we get this wrong, bad things happen. We look to gods that cannot save. And it affects how we treat others. Now it's not that morality and the rules are unimportant. But when we get law put in front of grace in our relationship with God, we tend to put law in front of grace in our relationship with and this makes us judgmental. This makes us critical of others. This makes us reject those who are different from us. We criticize and tear down rather than build up. Because others don't meet our standards. We judge others with law when we see law preceding grace. God's way is different. We don't attain a level of perfection in order to be loved by God. God loves us first and delivers us. And then God gives His law out of love for us. This keeps us from viewing the Bible as a rule book for earning God's love. Second, the content of the law. Now we're told when the people saw the thunder and lightning, and heard the trumpet, and they saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, Speak to us yourself and we will listen, but do not have God speak to us or we will die. If we want to hear God speak to us, 
所以当如果我们想要听上帝对我们说话 We need only to turn to scripture 我们只需要转向圣经 But picture the people of Israel camped at the base of the mountain 那当以色列人在山脚下的时候 They heard God speak to them audibly 他们却听到上帝对他们发声说话 And they were terrified 他们极其的害怕 you could feel the ground tremble beneath your feet. The earth is rumbling. There's a trumpet blast. The top of the mountain is covered in thick smoke. This may be painful to some of you, but picture a heap of burning tires. Thick black smoke. But Moses says, do not fear. What? Do not fear? The meaning is do not fear for your lives. Fear the Lord. That is, revere the Lord. For God has come to test you, to give you experience. That the fear of him may be before you that you may not sin. God wasn't manifesting his presence to kill him. God was giving them the law so they would not sin. So they could serve him. So they would know what God requires his covenant people to do. God delivers us so we can live in covenant with him. Now unfortunately time this morning does not permit us to go through the commandments one by one. Perhaps in our cell groups we can take a detailed look at each of the commandments this week. But consider the fact that God commands certain things. What God commands shows us what God values. Right? These commandments show us what's important to God. And what God values shows us God's heart. This means God's law shows us who God is. The law reveals God's character. That's why the psalmist can say the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The law helps us know the God who has saved us. The law helps us to walk with God who loves us. 
That's what it means to enjoy God, as the Catechism puts it. We know Him and walk with Him. But you know, the opposite is true when we view our relationship with God as a transaction. There are many transactional relationships in life. Most people don't go to the gas station for conversation. Right, you go to fuel the car. The same goes to the grocery store. Or the bank. Or the library. But if your interactions with people are purely transactional, you never really get to know anyone personally. When we view our relationship with God as a transaction, when we say, I'll do this so long as God will do that, that's a transaction. And no wonder the Bible holds so little interest to us. If we view it as transactional. We don't ever really get to know God. In contrast, in John's gospel, Jesus said this. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. 约翰福音十四章二十一节说，有了我的命令又遵守的，这人就是爱我的，爱我的必蒙我父爱他，我也要爱他，并且要向他显现。You see, in living out God's law，那你看，在这里，当你活出上帝的律法的时候，we walk with God in love。我们在上帝，呃，在爱里与上帝同行。He comes and manifests himself to we taste and see that the Lord is good. And as scripture called us to worship this morning, God's law becomes a lamp to our feet. God's law becomes a light to our path. And if we ever wonder, what does it look like to live out God's law? We see it in Jesus Christ. John chapter 1 verse 14 says this. 约翰福音章十四节说, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word became flesh. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
God's law became incarnated in Jesus Christ. Whereas Hebrews says, in every respect, Jesus has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. He lived out these Ten Commandments perfectly. That's what it means to live without sin. Jesus is what it looks like to walk with God and live out His commandments. 上耶稣基督就是我们所要学习的形象，那不呃活在神世界当中的形象。Not as a transaction, 而不是一种交易，but as a covenant relationship, 而是一种立约的关系。And Jesus said, "Whoever has seen me has seen the Father." 所以上帝呃耶稣基督说，人看见了我就是看见了父。You see, because the law shows us God's heart. 因为这个上帝的律法显明了上帝的心意。and Jesus embodies the nature of God because He is God become man. So in obeying God's commands as Jesus Christ did, we too grow in our relationship with God. Here's the greatest blessing of obedience. Something else happens as we live out God's commandments. God uses us to show other people what He's like. God uses us in His mission to the world. May become signposts pointing to Him. We know there is a problem. If Jesus lived out the Ten Commandments as we should, then Jesus is our example to follow. Now why is that a problem? I'll tell you why that's a problem. Because we're not Jesus. And we still sin. We cannot fully live out God's law. Not fully, not yet. We are already, but not yet, delivered from the power of sin. So what are we to do? Third, we need to talk about the conclusion of the law. God sees what we are really like on the inside. He knows our character. That's why trying to keep the rules outwardly fails to save. It's not enough. 不, 
Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And in his letter to the Galatians, the Apostle Paul writes this. All who rely on works of the law are under a curse. Galatians. All who rely on works of the law. All who rely on keeping the commandments. So Paul was saying, "I'm paraphrasing. If we do not do all that God commands, it says we are cursed. Jesus was once approached by a self-righteous man. Young man approached Jesus with a question. He said, "Good teacher." What must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said, You know the commandments? And he listed some of them. All these I have kept from my youth, he claimed. Yeah, right. So Jesus tells him to go and sell all of his things. Go sell all that you have and give it to the poor. Then you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. What did the self-righteous man do? This person who relied on his works of the law to be right with God. He went away sad. Because he had great possessions. And he loved his stuff. More than he loved Jesus. Loving God in our hearts is what matters most. The Ten Commandments are really an elaboration on the greatest commandment. When Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? Jesus quoted Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. It's out of love for God that we seek to live out the commandments. But this cannot be done without faith. 
Particularly, this cannot be done without faith in Jesus Christ. For what happens if you and I should fall short in loving God? Of course we all do. Sometimes we view salvation as merely a second chance. Yes, Jesus has delivered us from sin once. But we fall back into a transactional way of thinking. And so we view salvation in Christ as a second chance. It's a second chance to prove ourselves, isn't it? Isn't it up to us now to keep God happy with us? Shouldn't we live in fear of blowing it again? You see, this takes us back to a transactional way of thinking. Without faith, we come to rely on works of the law. Now we might think that fear of losing salvation would motivate us to obey. So I say it again. We might think that fear of losing salvation would motivate us to keep the law. But you see, in this kind of transactional thinking, there is no love. Love drives out fear. In the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 5, verse 17, Jesus said, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Why would Jesus come to fulfill them? Wouldn't it be enough for Jesus to come and die on our behalf? Jesus came to fulfill the law for our sake. Because we can never keep the law with the perfection God demands. We can never love God enough or express love in obedience enough. As Paul writes to the Corinthians, 但是当然保罗对哥林多教会写信, Jesus Christ became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption.
Jesus Christ fulfilled the law for us. 上呃，耶稣基督为了我们而成全律法。Faith in Jesus Christ unites us to Him. 因为我们对耶稣基督的信而让我们合一。And if we are united to Christ by faith, 所以我们是在耶稣基督里面因着信而合一。Then when God judges us, He sees His Son in whom He is well pleased. 所以当上帝在审判我们的时候，他看到的是耶稣基督，他所喜悦的。God's love and acceptance depends on Jesus Christ's performance. 所以当上帝的喜，他所需要审判的人就是耶稣基督。It does not depend on our law keeping. 而不是我们如何成全律法。Does this mean we no longer need to obey God's commandments? 难道这表示我们就不再需要遵守上帝的律法吗 ？By no means. 并不是这样。No, instead, we have so much grace and gratitude to motivate us. 但是同时，我们这表示我们会有更多的恩典和感激之心来试着遵从。The law becomes our guidance for life. 所以这这些律法成为我们呃生活的指标。The law directs us in responding to God's grace. 律法指向我们指向上帝的恩典和他的救赎。Only in Christ are we free to obey God without fear of falling. 因就因为我们在耶稣基督里，所以我们可以遵从律法而不用害怕我们失败。And you know this applies to us as we consider. The future. 这同时对我们的未来也很重要。Whether we look to the distant future, 不管我们是看远一点的将来。We can imagine ourselves old and weak. 我们可以想象我们自己年老而衰。Unable to get out of bed to change the channel on the TV. 没办法走出呃下床来看电视换台。We think about that time of life. 想想那时候的生活 ，What will I be able to do？ 我们会，我们能够做什么 ？What can I accomplish？ 我能够完呃完成什么 ？What will make me acceptable to God in that time of life？ 我在那样的时期的人生能够怎样才能被上帝所接受 ？Or perhaps you're not at that point yet？ 或许你还没有在那个人生的点上。Maybe life is just getting started for you. 或许你的人生才刚开始。And you wonder what will I accomplish in life? 你会在想你在这人生中会完成些什么 ？What can I do to be enough? 我能够做什么能够才能够更能够有更多 ？And there's that fear of failing. 你那对你失败的呃恐惧。That you will get to that day when God calls you home. 直到你到那一天，上帝召你回天家。你会 wonder what have I accomplished with my life？ 你会回想你到底这人生完成了什么 ？Christ kept the law for us。因上帝帮我们成全了律法。We have Christ's fulfillment of the law to rely on。所以我们能够依靠上帝成全的律法。It doesn't matter so much if we accomplish great things. Or not. So we, we, complete and important things are not important. Because what will make us acceptable to God on that day is not our works. 
因为我们知道我们的信仰是有价值的。But we rely on Christ in covenant with Him. That makes us ready to go at any time. There's nothing more we have to accomplish to be good enough. If we can receive Christ by faith. The reformers put it this way. The reformers were fond of saying we are saved by grace alone. We are saved through faith in alone. We are saved in Jesus Christ alone. According to Scripture alone. To the glory of God alone. That's what made the reformers treasure God's law. That's what made the reformers treasure this book, God's written word. That's what made them treasure God's word so highly. And so must we. Brothers and sisters, let us treasure and obey God's word. Because, because this is God's grace to us. Let's pray. Father Adam, thank you for giving us your word. Thank you for those who have gone before us. Thank you for those who have translated your word into languages we can read and understand easily. Will you help us to treasure your word? Help us to see it not as an uninteresting part of a transaction. But help us to see your word as guiding our relationship with you. And through your word, would you build up your church? Equip us for your service. That your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, would be glorified in the church. For it's in His name and for His sake that we pray. Amen. Amen.